are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants Baseball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on this show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week at some point around game time when the Giants face the Padres to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Coming up on today's show, we're going to do another mailbag. The schedule this week got all kinds of messed up with the doubleheader and the rain delay, and so I do realize this podcast is coming out a lot later than usual. So just a heads up. What happened yesterday, whenever there's a day game after a night game, we wait until after the game to put out a show. So anyway, that kind of messes things up a little bit, just something to be aware of. And then also, Apple Podcasts continues to have issues. So if if you found this episode but you've been missing others, we are still doing them every day. And I would suggest trying another podcast provider like Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcasts, anything else other than Apple Podcasts, which is having problems after their latest update. But anyway, jumping right into the questions, the first set of questions are all about the bullpen, and I'm not surprised at all by that. Curtis asks, what bullpen changes do you think could slash should happen to improve their results? Seems like this will be a recurring question throughout the season. Go Bolts asks, is it too early to make a move for an established bullpen arm? I ask because a guy like Kimbrell on the Cubs might be had for cheap. And then Dev says, what do you, what can the Giants do to improve this bullpen quickly? Jesse says, Latell is looking pretty good so far. Who could be the next non-roster guy to get a shot? And what would be the likely roster move to accommodate? So then there's also a bunch of Matt Whistler questions. We will get to those as well, but I, I want to address these first four first. So it is true that the Giants' bullpen seems like the weak link right now. Their offense has been fine overall, especially considering all the injuries they've dealt with, and the starting rotation has been the brightest spot of all this season. So what can the Giants do about that? And that is a fair and legitimate question, and one that I am wondering also. So as we'll see later, people have commented on the fact that Johnny Cueto is coming back on Sunday, and so does that move Logan Webb to the bullpen? And I think that it does. And I mean, that's what Logan Webb had just moved to the bullpen when Cueto got hurt, and then that put him back. So I think that will help. We'll get into Webb later. There was a question about him not doing well with runners on base, so we'll address that later. But right away, there's a righty reliever. And then let's also keep in mind that the Giants are missing Harleen Garcia, who's on the injured list, Reyes Maranta, who's on the injured list, and John Brebia, who they signed in the offseason but is recovering from Tommy John. 
he eventually will rejoin this pen. So those guys, you know, hopefully Maranta can come back. He had some forearm tightness when I think he threw a bullpen session the other day. So that is a big blow. But let's just keep in mind, they're not 100% healthy. So they do have the the non-roster invitees, the guys who are in camp as non-roster guys. They basically just stashed everybody in AAA, like Silvino Bracho, Trevor Gott, that's another story, Scott Casimir, Dominic Leone, Junior Marte, Jimmy Scherfe, Nick Tropiano, and Shun Yamaguchi are all in AAA, and the minor league season has begun. So that's a huge deal. We haven't really talked about that enough, but the minor league season has begun. It could be any one of those guys. I, I haven't been able to get their stats pulled up, at least on fan graphs. But whoever's throwing well and, and you know has the data, track man data, whatever, to back it up, I think it is time to give guys a shot. And I think you could see a corresponding move like a DFA of Matt Whistler because the thing is, to get any of these guys, the fact that they're, quote, non-roster means that you have to make a 40-man move, as was asked by Jesse. So I don't know, Jesse, exactly which one because I haven't seen any of them throw and I haven't seen any numbers and that season just got underway. But I would imagine, I mean, Whistler cannot be optioned. The thing is, there's there's enough there to to think that he should be able to get out of this funk that he's been in. But at the same time, the performance has just been so bad that, you know, at the very most, he's going to get low leverage innings moving forward. So anyway, Webb going to the pen, I think, should help. And then that'll bump somebody out, most likely, whoever that is. Like I said, Whistler can't be optioned. It could mean Camilo Duvall getting sent back down. And Jan Dro asked about Camilo Duvall getting sent down. So... I would say, yeah, like all these, all the guys that I just mentioned in AAA, give somebody a shot. And then Tyler Beatty is working his way back and he could be back soon and he could go into the bullpen or he could go into the rotation and that would push maybe even somebody else out of the rotation like Aaron Sanchez, who seemingly deserves to be in there. So hopefully as guys get healthy, including John Brebbia, and then with Webb and Beatty, being more in the mix there, that will help. And then also there's all those non-roster guys, and I would imagine at some point they're going to make a move. In terms of the Kimbrel question, I just realized I didn't get to that. We'll talk about that in a minute. There's just so much about the bullpen that uh, you guys asked, so we'll talk about that next. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Like I said, Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked On Giants once a week. Yes, you'll have a chance to chat with me, and you might even be featured on the Locked On Giants podcast through our Locker Room conversations. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. Follow me at Ben Kaspik to be notified when my room goes live. I'm planning to be live this week at some point when the Giants take on the Padres at some point during the game, so look out for that. I'll be posting updates on Twitter. I can't wait to hear all of your thoughts, so I'll see you there. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. 
One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use on more important things like the mortgage or food. So why would you choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? Random example, a fuel pump assembly for a 2005 to 2010 Honda Odyssey costs $353.99 at Advance, a big chain store, and just $216.79 at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is for everybody and doesn't require membership or even account logins. Best of all, they're a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, as promised, we're going to continue to run through some questions. A lot of questions about the bullpen. We'll wrap that up, wrap that up move on to another subject and, you know, lots of other subjects here. So we'll get into all of that. But I wanted to address the question about a trade. Um, Go Bolts said, is it too early to make a move for an established bullpen arm? A guy like Kimbrell could be had for cheap. I wouldn't put it past this front office. They've they've made trades early in the season. Kevin Pillar was acquired like four days into the season last or two years ago. And then Mike Tockman was just acquired the other day, although who did they give up? An established bullpen arm, Wandy Peralta. But your point is well taken. I mean, Craig Kimbrell, the Cubs have seemingly been in a, in a spot where they're trying to shed payroll. So, you know, taking Kimbrell off their hands, Kimbrell has had a nice rebound season after a few difficult years. Just glancing at the numbers, yeah, he's got a 0.69 ERA. He's got a ridiculous 42% strikeout rate. And the walk rate has become a lot more reasonable this year. That was kind of what blew up on him the last, you know, last year specifically. So, I mean, that's a good call. There's been the Giants, people have asked about this for a while, but given how well he's throwing right now, given that I don't think there's any way the Cubs really want that contract, I could see them making a move for Craig Kimbrell. So no, I don't think it's too early. This The fact that the Giants are in first place playing the way they've played, but then the bullpen not being able to hold on to games that they should be winning, I don't think the front office is going to have a lot of tolerance for that. They are not just going to... like they, they understand that a lot is riding on this season, even for them personally. So they're not going to let the bullpen just give away games all season long. They're going to you know, whether it's calling guys up or just continuing to give different people opportunities or making a big trade if they think that it's the right time and the right move. I don't think it's too early at all. So a lot of questions about Whistler. I'll basically just say that there's enough there for me, like the strikeout rate is good. The called strike plus swinging strike rate is good. The results, not good. So I would keep him personally on the roster and just give him lower leverage innings until he can prove to you that he's got some confidence and he can get big outs. But for now, I would definitely stay away from him in like key tight situations. But, you know, I also kind of trust him. I know that that a lot of people probably don't, but I just think he's been a little bit unfortunate, but given 
more opportunities, I do believe he can get back to being pretty good. Ryan asks, was the Mike Talkman trade as worth it as it seems so far? I would say, yeah. I mean, getting a position player who can do a little bit of everything. We've seen kind of what Mike Talkman can do. He can play a solid outfield defense. He runs well. He grinds out at bats. He has some power. He has some speed. I think that's totally worth it for a reliever, one who, yes, he had some some big moments, I guess, but ultimately is kind of a middle relief option. I think that the position player is going to play pretty much every day is just more valuable. There was a player to be named later in that trade. We still don't know who that is. Duggar Memes asks, is Steven Duggar doing a good enough job to potentially keep himself on the team? I think he's done a great job. I mean, he's he had a big at bat in one of those Rockies games. I think it was the game that they should have won, the 6-2 in the last inning game. His weighted runs created plus on the season is 120. It's only seven games, 23 plate appearances. But what jumps off the page for me is the 13% walk rate. Last year, it was 2.8. The year before that, 5.7. The year before that, 6.6. So Duggar, to me, looks more patient. He also has a 200 isolated power, which is much better than his career norm around 115. His career outside the zone swing rate is 28%, and this year it's 19%. So I really like the discipline, and then he gives you that stabilizing solid defense in center. I think that he's played well enough to, you know, like Mike Yastrzemski's hopefully going to be activated for Friday's game. I think he's played, played well enough to at least be under consideration to not be the guy who gets sent down when Yastrzemski comes back. However, it's tough to say exactly who that will be if it's not Steven Duggar. Because then you're you're kind of flush with outfielders. But I, I honestly think he has done enough to be under consideration to keep that spot. And so that's the move to look out for. When Yastrzemski gets activated, because Duggar is also a left-handed outfielder, what's the corresponding move? If it's not Duggar, that tells you a lot that they think he's earned a, you know, more of a shot on the major league team. All right, coming up next, there's the questions about Logan Webb moving to the bullpen and if he's worse with runners on base and some numbers to provide there. Also a question about managers getting ejected and if Kapler is, you know, gets angry enough and supportive enough of his players when they are frustrated and why he hasn't really gotten riled up as Giants manager. Have you guys heard about Sports Trade? It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. It's amazing. Sports Trade takes fantasy to the next level. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares of your favorite players just like real stocks. Finally, a fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports. And they just added baseball to the platform, so check it out today. Making money with Sports Trade is simple as player values rise and fall based on two factors. One, their statistical performance in each game is compared to the projected fantasy points in the game. The more points scored, the higher their value goes. And two, good old supply and demand. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. When you're ready to buy shares, pick a penny stock in a rookie with huge upside or grab that blue chip veteran who's always a solid performer. Simply go to sportstrade.com, 
watch the How It Works video, and then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You will be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sportstrade.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. That's promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, as promised, we're going to answer the last few sets of questions. There were so many, I can't get to each and every one, but question about managers getting ejected and a question about a few questions about Logan Webb. So Ben asks, what's your take on managers getting tossed when a call doesn't go their way? I've seen a lot of decries of Kapler claiming that he doesn't support his guys because he hasn't ever gotten fired up and ejected. Honestly, I've noticed that also, and specifically a couple of times when I wanted him to go out there and get in an umpire's face was the last game of the season last year when Rob Drake just had just an absolutely atrocious strike zone and took the bats out of the Giants' hands over and over and over and cost them a chance at winning that game and making the playoffs. Like He had such a huge impact in that game. And yet nobody really went out there and got in his face. And I thought Kapler should have done it, but I'm willing to give him a pass because of the pandemic. I think he's just respectful enough to follow the rules. The rules are you're not allowed to go out and argue during the pandemic. And for good reason, especially last year, you know, before people were vaccinated, it's just unsafe. And, and he didn't, you know, he is respectful of those rules. You know, there's, he got ejected quite a few times in Philadelphia. I don't know. It wasn't like a super high number of times, but he has gone out there and gotten heated and livid and in people's faces when he was with the Phillies. I honestly just think right now it has to do with the pandemic. And then, you know, recently, I want to say just the last game in Colorado on the check swing that Casale got called out on, I wanted to see him go out there and get angry, but he didn't again. And again, it's part of the rules. You're not allowed to. So, you know, some of you might be saying rules, schmules, just go out there and do it anyway, but it's pretty serious. Like there's, I think you could be suspended or at least you could be fined. I don't know. And it's unsafe and it's disrespectful. But then again, other managers have done it and I've seen it across the league. So I don't know exactly what the deal is, but I agree. My thought is sometimes you need to go out there and show support. He hasn't done it yet, but I'm willing to give him a pass because of the unusual circumstances. Curtis asks, does Webb lose his spot in the rotation with Cueto coming back? John asks, Ben, barring any starting pitcher injuries, where will Webb fit into the pen when Cueto returns? Is there a way he could eventually become a late-inning guy 
if no Zaidi move is made to bolster the back end. And then Go Bolts asks, would a move to the bullpen really help Webb? His stats with a runner on base versus bases empty are wildly different. Can't pitch out of the stretch. That I can't imagine a bullpen assignment helps him too much. 646 OPS bases empty, 876 OPS with men on base. So that got me looking, go Bolts. I had to see for myself. And the thing about that is, that's just this year. Like, I was thinking maybe those were career numbers, and if that was true, then that would be really interesting and something I hadn't noticed. But we're talking about a small sample of this season versus overall in his career. And overall in his career, there's been not a, not a real difference. He's basically the same with guys on base versus bases empty. So I, I do not believe, like, when something like this happens where it's just different, a random thing is different in one year versus the others, I'm not going to put too much stock in it, especially because the the this year is such a small sample. Overall, in his career with the bases empty, he's allowed a 349 weighted on base average. Overall, with runners on base, a 343 weighted on base average. So actually, he's been better slightly with guys on base in his career. So I don't have concerns about that. I think that's just a fluky thing that will get better as more innings get under his belt. In terms of your question, Curtis, does he lose his spot in the rotation with Cueto coming back? I would say yes. He's clearly been their worst starter. He's basically been the only one who struggled. And then John, um, where does Webb go? I think he'll go. They'll give him a shot. I mean, the fact that they're kind of leaking oil in the bullpen, he'll get a shot probably similar to what we saw that first time he pitched out of the pen, which is that it was a kind of significant situation if memory serves. I don't think he's going to go straight into the closer's role or anything like that, but I don't think they're going to give him like mop-up duties either. So I would imagine he'll get, you know, a shot in the sixth or seventh inning with a, with a lead to begin with. But, you know, he definitely has the opportunity. Everybody has the opportunity to earn a bigger role right now, given the fact that they're leaking oil in the bullpen and they need somebody to step up. So anyway, that is all the time we have for today. We'll be back tomorrow doing a crossover with Javier Reyes from Locked on Padres. Those conversations are always really fun. So please come back for that. We'll set you up for this weekend series against the Padres. Once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. You can follow me on Twitter at Ben Kaspik. That's K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out so much. So thank you in advance and thank you to everyone who's done so. I can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. Episodes should be coming out around noon Pacific time. So until then, we'll see you next time.